This is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. I am delighted today and honored to receive right here in the studio the one and only Lina Zubaid, who is, uh, well, she wears many hats, including uh, being part of the Bay Area News Group. She's a multimedia advertising coordinator. She is a photographer. She is a documentary maker. She wears many hats. Marhaba. Kif halik, ya Lina. Alhamdulillah. Kif halik. Lina, ma ahla lughtik al-arabiya inti lahashtik kuwaitiya. Yes. And because you are originally from Kuwait. But How about saying a shout out in Arabic to our listeners? Because we have a lot of listeners who listen from Kuwait. Marhabtail al-Kuwaitin. Inshallah tisma'uni well, what a beautiful accent. She's saying hello to all the, our Kuwaiti listeners there. In fact, um, Alina, this is um, sort of what I wanted to talk to you about and maybe begin by talking about the many things that you're involved in. Okay. Perhaps we'll start with the photography right. and work our way from there because you do have a blog, um, a website. website yes. It is uh, linazubaid.wordpress.com. Great. linazubaid.wordpress.com. And that's... That's a, a website that houses uh, your work in right. different media, right. including photography. Mm-hmm. And I looked at some of your pictures. They are breathtaking. Oh, thank you. And, of course, it also houses uh, links to your documentary, yes. which we're going to talk about. And finally, talk about your involvement with the Arabian Shakespeare uh, <laughs> yes. Festival today. So beginning with the photography, Lina, when did this begin and uh, how did it flourish? Um, so I've always been interested in photography, but I never had the um, the opportunity to you know look into it and stuff until I got to university and I actually minored in it so I started in 2010 and um, I took a, a bunch of classes um, involving um, studio work and film and just digital in general so this is after coming from Kuwait to America. Yes. Uh, how how old were you, Lina? Can I ask? I was uh, seven. Well, I was eighteen, turning eighteen when I came here. Oh wow! You yeah. you were a baby, <laughs> and you're still a very young woman. But uh, was was photography sort of in your life even before you came to America? Um, it was not like not professionally, but I loved always taking pictures of family and always when there's birthdays and stuff. My mom always had the camera out, so I always I followed. I feel like I followed her steps, and um. I would love to take pictures of everything and anything. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so that. then, of course, you, uh, it launched your photo, for your career in photography. Yes. And for those listeners who haven't seen your work, I mean, what makes your work, what makes your photog- photography a little bit different than anybody else's? Um, I think that I I have a good connection when taking pictures of people, like their portfolios. Um, just trying to get that raw image of them, you know. it's not You always see like a picture of somebody smiling, like that's normal, right? Mm-hmm. But you want to see what is behind that smile. And I feel like um, when I just let them sit there and I talk to them and they show me their true face, I feel that I can capture that. Um, emotion. Beautiful. And then, of course, that led uh, to another visual medium, and that's the documentary. Yes. It is called Open Your World. Yeah. And is it your first sort of release documentary? Yeah, it was my first documentary ever. It was um, a struggle to uh, learn all the techniques of first, you know, taking the footage and then editing it. That was <laughs> a yeah. crazy trip. Because you took the footage, you mm-hmm. edited it, and you, I mean, you, you basically produced yeah. and directed this. Yes. Uh, the, and so, can you tell our listeners what it 
it's about? So it's about, um, I actually interviewed 10 people uh, from the Gulf Arab countries, and I asked them questions about how uh, they felt stereotyped in America. Mm. So each one tells their different stories. Uh, They're very unique in themselves. And I also uh, took footage of Kuwait, so people are able to see what Kuwait looks like. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, and what a timely uh, subject, Mm -hmm. considering the kind of uh, stereotypical images we sometimes get of uh, the Arab world. Exactly. Uh, Was that in the back of your mind when you did this documentary? Oh, definitely. It was like one of the main purposes. Um, I think that a lot of people are quick to judge based on, you know, uh, stereotype and what they hear in the news, and they have no clue about what, you know, people are actually going through, how this is affecting really people's lives. And I felt that, you know, I, the reason I did a documentary was I always felt um, a disconnect and stuff with Americans some, in the beginning when I first came here before I was wearing the hijab. Mm. So um, when I took it off, I felt the difference of how people were treating me and I realized, am I the only one who's feeling this? And that's when I decided to ask other people about their experiences. Wow. Wow. Because you, 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 you hit on a very uh, interesting point here, which is, you know, the, the hijab and the emblematic value of the hijab and then, of course, the spiritual and religious right. uh, uh, significance. I have to tell you, Nina, I have many friends, many women friends who are Muslim and who wear the hijab mm-hmm. and several of them have stopped doing so because of the stereotyping in the media. I can understand they have kids, for right. example, and they've, they've been exposed to a little bit of negative situations because right. of that um, and not to pry into your own personal choice. But was that part of why you did the... It uh, is a little, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the main purpose, but it definitely had a big uh, factor. Um, I, it's, it's, it's horrible what we feel and what we experience because we wear a piece of cloth, mm, literally. Right. And um, so I just feel bad for all the people that do wear it and do feel this kind of... Um, Right, yeah. right. And we have to emphasize that though you don't wear the hijab, right. it doesn't make you any less uh, Muslim exactly. or any exactly. less, uh, you know, of a, of a uh, spiritual person, right. perhaps. Right. Yeah. Right. Good for you. And then uh, in the documentary here, you interview both men and women with different ages, uh, right. different backgrounds. Uh, right. Uh, what surprised you about their responses? Um, I was actually surprised. So some of these people are my friends, and I was surprised to find out what they experienced. I never knew that they had um, hardships. Like there's this one story of a guy who was pulled over because he was wearing like this Arabian type scarf cloth Hmm. on his head. In America. In America. And he was stopped with a a police officer stopped him and then two other cop cars came by too and it was very terrifying for him when he had done nothing wrong. You know, he wasn't speeding or anything. So he was like obviously it's because of what I was wearing and just to feel that I was wearing. It was, yeah. Yeah, Uh, because uh, that that, that sort of a story that we're hearing about, sadly. Mm-hmm. In, in the U.S., do you have any uh, uh, people you interviewed that were in Kuwait, or were they all sort of uh, Kuwaitis or uh, people from the Gulf in America? Um, so, actually, five, four people I interviewed, or sorry, five people I interviewed, uh, they're in Kuwait now, and they used to be in America. Wow. So, that's they were telling their stories of their lives back in like the 80s, 
and you know just a couple of years ago too so it's you see the difference with the interviewees you see the difference of you know the the past um, the older generation people they do not feel the terrorist stereotype but that is more um, apparent in the, the newer generation the people who are currently here unfortunately yeah. true and so the documentary is called open your world and you've made it available on yes. YouTube we want yes. to thank you for that rather than sort of make it a, a, a private uh, video people can watch this on your YouTube channel Lena yes and uh, yes. what would that be um, <laughs> is it I Lena Zubaid? It's, yeah, I think it's yeah. Lena Zubaid. Um, yeah. Sure. So I'm sure if people just uh, did a search mm -hmm. for Lena Zubaid, L-E-N-A, <laughs> last name Z-U-B-A-I-D, um, and then uh, search for Open Your World, they'll be able to view the documentary yes. online. Have you allowed for comments? Uh, of course, yeah. Some people have commented. Um, there's also a trailer um, just to let you see a glimpse of what the documentary will be about. Um, I know that people... Who, a kind of stray away from watching an hour an hour long documentary but I promise you it's worth it <laughs> yeah, and, and I've seen it and it's definitely worth it and it doesn't feel like an hour at all it actually involves you and it ends a little too quickly you know you, you want it to go on um, so so Lena the, the documentary is currently available and yes. you are sort of touring and, and, and speaking about it uh, to yes. different uh, institutions yes. and how has the response been let's say from Americans um, so when I actually made a short Showing for this the first time, not many um, Americans did show up, but the ones that did definitely enjoyed it. They they actually were very thankful and grateful for the work that I did because they feel that it should be talked about and we should be able to see this and this message should be spread. The problem is how do we recruit people who don't want to watch this to watch mm -hmm. it? You know, well, YouTube is it. I exactly. mean, you know, people will, will watch it if it's available. Right. And and so let's move on from uh, the documentary okay. to your involvement in the state. Stage and theater, <laughs> particularly here with the Arabian Shakespeare Festival. I know that uh, you are uh, in touch with uh, William Brown, yes, the third, who is who has been my guest on Arabology yeah. and who's doing amazing work with the Arabian Shakespeare Festival. I'm their basically their Kuwaiti, you know, first yes, their well. information. <laughs> exactly, I give them all the information and you know just like stuff like that. I'll actually be a little bit part of it where I you know recorded phrases in Kuwait are um, going to be projected during the play. So well, in, in Arabic, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, and so, um, so Lina, what is next for you, kiddo? Oh, my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm actually, uh, this is not as great, but I'm actually just working on the blooper section of this documentary. There's so many funny parts. That oh, wow. I love, you know, funny nice. comedy. So I'm trying to put that together. Well, I love that. Instead of sort of tossing that footage out, you often exactly. get uh, another link. I, um, I just, I think I need a little more uh, promoting uh, the documentary. I feel that it needs to be spread out however you know um, word of mouth is the best um, and I think that people should see it, it the message should be heard and we certainly will help you promote right here at KCSU <laughs> Stanford 90.1 FM Lena uh, the uh, the upcoming projects if any will be visual you think more like documentaries uh, photography uh... definitely visual yes that is my area so um, in closing uh, Lena I want to say shukran for coming to uh, KCSU today and gracing 
listening to the Arabalti show. And I'm going to give you a chance to say, um, to uh, send your salutations to anybody <laughs> you like. We'll do it in English and right. then perhaps end the way we began <laughs> with that beautiful Kuwaiti accent of yours. <laughs> All right. Well, I just want to say thank you to the listeners. And I think that Dr. Renzi does a great job at this. And um, everybody who listens to um, or watches documentaries, this is a great one. And I think that uh, everybody should watch it. It's it's awesome. Lina Zubayt has been my guest. Thank you very much. And we will be back after this.